Sports.org. ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. All right. It's the week before the big game. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. Isn't it stupid we can't say the name? How long has it, hasn't it been like for the last 20 years-ish? I, you know what? I don't know, man, because I want to say 12, 13 years ago, I was seeing commercials that were saying Super Bowl. and Oh, you said it. <gasps> then all of a sudden, yeah, well, I'm not advertising it. I'm not trying to make money off of oh, it, right. so good luck. Good luck. Uh, no, it's like, it's like the, the Louis C.K. routine about the end. Well, I don't bring up a problematic comedian. What the fuck ever. His, his routine about the N-word, right? Like, the same thing's happening when you say the big game. We know what you mean. We're all filling it in in our head. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. They will refer to it as the Super Bowl as long as I live. A big game, I, I've never referred to it as the big game. Refer to it as the show. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've ne- it, it's the Super Bowl. It's a, <laughs> I'm sorry. Not sorry. Social media came up with a cute, fun name a few years ago, uh, Superb <laughs> Owl Sunday. Okay. Yeah, but it's so. It's, you know, the irony in all the irony in all this is that they wanted to have the, the NFL wanted to have a championship bowl game, couldn't come up with anything. We're looking at like the Orange Bowl and the Rose Bowl and going, we need a name like that, and literally pulled out their ass Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it probably took five minutes to name. You know, and it's like, it, what does it mean? Before the first Super Bowl, it meant nothing. What, it's a large bowl? It's a bowl that cleans yeah, I, itself? What were the other contenders? The excellent bowl? Uh, the winning bowl? I mean, like... But, you know, whatever. Leave it to woke to this in the government to tell us what we can and can't fucking say. Between the laws that they put on us, restricting speech, and then, you know, companies going, oh, that's our word. Oh, really? You own words now? Oh, okay. Am I, if I smoked a lot of pot, or am I, is this, this is in my memory. Didn't like the, way back in the day, the worst team in the NFL would play the best team in college, like at the end of the season for some kind of exhibition game? Did that used to happen? I never heard of it if it did. I mean... There's been a lot of what if talking scenarios between guys about that. Like, could the 0 and 16 Lions beat the best college football team from that year? You know, shit like that. But I don't think so. I know in baseball they used to barnstorm in the off season. the The MLB would go play the Negro League players in exhibition games, but I don't think so in football. Man, football, you go risk your fucking. Seriously, you going to risk your fucking investments as an owner playing a bunch of fucking and risk possible future superstars before they go to the draft right? for an exhibition game? Because it's football. You can't half step in football. You're going to get fucked up or you're going to kill somebody. I mean, so I, I don't even see how it's like possible. I mean, unless they did some bullshit Madden thing. In 1976. It was, I, I was half right. Maybe when I explain, I'm like a quarter percent. I'm like a quarter right. Uh, 1976, there was a game uh, where the college football all stars played the uh, Super Bowl championship uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, 
And how did that go? I'm guessing uh, the pros pounded the shit out of him. But let's see. Well, I mean, you got come on. Why is it taking so long to find the score of this game? I mean, just think about it. There was even less teams in 76, still as many college football teams. I mean, I think it's like around 120. I mean, and the leap from college to pro for football, <coughs> excuse me, seems like a big one. Because the first thing every rookie says is, holy shit, the speed of the game in the pros. So I, I, I <laughs> wouldn't be surprised someone got fucked up and they were like, okay, that's the last time we do this. Appar- steel curtain out there beating the shit out of some fucking first round hopeful linebacker from Penn State. You know what I'm saying? All right, uh, Taking, the playing hits on special teams. All right. It, it, first of all, uh, the 76ers last year it went down. Apparently it went down a lot. Back in the day, uh, there were references to games in like the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. So apparently, this used to happen quite a lot. Uh, last time it happened, pros won 21 to 14. So not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, uh, yeah, the Mean Joe Green and the Steelers won 96 to two, you know to three, or <laughs> or a Pro Bowl type score where no one plays defense. Yeah, but it makes sense that it was even further back than the 70s because. Well, free agency really didn't kick off in all sports until the 70s. And I think football was probably one of the last ones to really join the fucking the fray. You know what I'm saying? Because it was Kurt Flood in baseball, I believe. And in hockey, Christ, I think, I think Gordy Howe was in like the last couple years stretch of being with the Red Wings for the first time when he found out how much other players made. And he'd been playing for almost 20 years at that point. I mean, <clears throat> so... And I mean, back then, you know, you paid players what? <laughs> Here, here's $5,000. You win the World Series, here's a fucking $500 fucking bonus. Be happy. Well, yeah, this is back when players had off-season jobs. We are... Yeah, ex- exactly, yeah. We yeah. are old enough to remember... That, I mean, when I was little, I mean, I remember reading that, you know, 1985, 1986 Tiger's yearbook, you know, reading about what dudes did in their off season. All right. As far as jobs, you know, now that'd be a real short paragraph, you know, chilling, you know, just shows a guy playing golf. Sitting on the yacht. Yeah. I mean, maybe at most go play in like a winter league in South America somewhere or in some, you know. Latin country, maybe, but yeah. I mean, dude, if you're making a hundred mil on your contract, well, not to even I in mean, a league like the NFL. If you're making league minimum, you're a millionaire. What do you what do you need an off season job for? Unless you got expensive tastes, yeah, an expensive or a wife with expensive <laughs> right? tastes, or an ex wife with expensive tastes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll get to the we'll get to the Super Bowl in a minute. You know, I'm tr- Rich is just, you know. You never got all your, your Tampa Bay love last week. We'll give you your time. Uh, but uh, staying in football, uh, there was a trade of local interest to us. Ice, dude, I, I, mean, I, I can pull the audio clip if you want. I mean, but you called it last week. You, you said Jared Goff. And Jared Goff yeah. goes to the Detroit Lions. Matt Stafford goes to the L.A. Rams. Uh, I'm more juiced about the draft picks. I personally think they traded quarterbacks, but... I, I, there's, I, go, go ahead. I mean, there's a lot of love around here for this trade. I'm not so high on it as everybody else, but I'm a contrarian. I, I, I don't think 
they well, I mean, to some extent they traded quarterbacks, but for me, we we got a Super Bowl quarterback. I mean, Matt Stafford. If anything, Stafford. we upgraded just because we got the same guy, but six years younger. Right, and and you know, I'm loving the. I think Rams paid way too much for Matt Stafford, in my humble opinion. And well, first of all, it wasn't a guess that, I, and I told you in chat, it wasn't a guess that he was going to the Rams. Yeah, he's from Texas, Fra- but his can, best friend is an LA Dodger. Can I give a friendly uh, fuck you? You can always say that in hindsight, but continue. No, that's exactly what I was thinking when I was talking about when Matt Stafford was leaving. He wants to go someplace. Where's he going to go? Well, his two best friends is an LA Dodger, and the other one's a quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, but he's I was going to take. But I just told you too. He's going to go somewhere. The sun is—it's getting near the horizon for him. You know, like his back isn't going to get better. He's not at, hes not in uh, Drew Brees or uh, uh, Philip Rivers stage yet, where someone's got to come out and bomb for him. He wants to win while he still can, and I think the Rams uh, do also present that—that that opportunity for him. Not just hanging out with LA, his friends. The L.A. Rams is not the L.A. Rams that went to the Super Bowl. Yes, that defense is nowhere near what it was. When they went to the Super Bowl, the one thing I hope this trade will do, it's gonna. I hope this will finally settle that argument of we how we've been hearing it for the last how many years? Oh, if he was on another team, he'd have blank rings by now. Well, now we're gonna see it, right? This is gonna like this season was gonna shut everybody up about Tom and the system. This next season's gonna shut up everybody. If if Matt Stafford's elite, you're gonna see it next season. Well, right. you also you also have. Well, let's okay. Hold on. Back up for a second, because I'll, I'll let you guys go. I, I, first of all, yeah, Goff went to a Super Bowl with a ridiculous defense and an offensive line that was just dropping nothing but hate and discontent on motherfuckers. And he yeah, still did win. Matt Stafford had the best defense in the National Football League, <clears throat> and Calvin Johnson at the same time, and he didn't get Calvin it Johnson. done. Stick with it, uh-huh. yeah. And 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 in a hundred and almost what? 80 games that he's played or something like that, he's had a 100-yard rusher uh, 11 times. Okay. Goff's had way more of a complete team around him, hence the Super Bowl appearance, and he didn't win. And I say, you know, you could say he's got to the Super Bowl all you want. At the end of the day, him and Stafford, same amount of rings. Zero. Yeah, quite honestly, like, you know, like the – the standard in Detroit shouldn't be, oh, we can get to the Super Bowl. It should be to fucking win. All right? It shouldn't be almost. All Let's right? Make it there one year, though. Ever since the Super Bowl has been the Super Bowl, we've never seen it. Ever. All right? Like, if I'd have done almost with my marriage, I'd have married who I was dating when I was 28. Like, no. It's just we should Play to win the game. All right? Herm. We didn't have a 100-yard rusher. That's understandable. But in all the games that Matt Stafford's played, he's only been to the playoffs three times. Yeah, and he's lost three times. So, but 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 again, he has just as much as Goff. Nothing. Win. Okay, he's been to the he's been to the playoffs. He's been to the playoff three times, and three and he's played twelve seasons. And three of those seasons, he 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 was injured at the end of them. So there's nine seasons. A third of them, he went to the playoffs and didn't win a game. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a quarterback that seemingly, according to Chris, is the same as Matt Stafford was back in his in his younger days, who's actually went to the playoffs, won in the playoffs, went to the championship, won the championship, and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he lost, but he was there. I'm saying he's the same as, and he's had a world-class defense around him and couldn't get it done. 
like I said, I'm not mad about golf. I uh, golf. I think he's a stopgap. I don't think he's going to be the franchise, uh, but definitely, definitely happy with the move. Yeah, it could be looked at as a bilateral move, but those picks and everything, it, it definitely, definitely not the same old lines. I also that think I have not seen in many, 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 many years. I also think too. I think the numbers kind of dictated this trade. If you notice, both teams are eating about the same amount of money. I think one's team's eating like eighteen, and another team's eating like seventeen. Like it's it's pretty close. Oh well, then okay, because that's not what's being reported. What's being reported? He's a forty million dollar cap hit next season. Goff. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Ninety-seven-one. Gator and Anderson. Hold on. Three days ago, Monday said it's a forty-nine million dollar cap hit. Well, Goff and Matt Stafford both signed their blockbuster contracts right around the same time and with Kirk Cousins and everybody was getting paid millions upon millions. So well, here's here's the point. All right. All right, here's the point. You ain't winning the Super Bowl next two years if you're the Lions anyways. If I was the Lions GM, this is what I'd do. Got the trade, got Stafford out of town, one less fucking bitching person in the fucking locker room. Okay, fine. Now you got two number one picks this year, two next year. Who do you like? Is there any quarterback in this in this draft that you like that you'd be willing to give up three or all of those picks for to move up to get? Uh, the guy at number if the one. Answer's, if the answer is no, then draft the best available position and go next. Do your best to, get, to trade Goff. Get a third and a fifth for him, whatever. Stock draft picks. Because Galladay ain't coming back, hey? There's Good. a couple... It, Who's the other receiver that's leaving? Marvin I Jones. His name Thank you. Marvin Jones is leaving too? Yes. Okay. Dude, uh, you, you, this is not a stopgap measure? Sure. Continue to be sub 500. What they really need is they need to fucking have a quarterback that's going to pull an Arlovsky and walk out the back of the fucking end zone and not know it. They need to fucking go 0-16, 1-15, and, and, and get the number one overall pick next year and use those two fucking... <clears throat> Use those two draft picks they have next year to trade up and get another player if they like them. I mean, you got two first round picks. Okay, let's say the fucking let's say the Rams go to the playoffs. Say they finish, they get booted in the in the divisional round. Okay, second round, and that's if they don't expand the playoffs because of this year. All right, so you got a seventh and a and, a, and probably somewhere in the twenties. You're not drafting a quarterback this year if that's the decision you made because you can't get you can't get a. a uh, pretty boy from Clemson. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Can't get. <clears throat> I can't get Trevor Lawrence because if Jacksonville covets him that much, Phil other needs. Phil needs that everybody overlooks because everyone's just so worried about the goddamn receiver, quarterback, and wide receiver. How about a left tackle? Huh? Get a fucking beast over there that lets nothing get to that fucking quarterback on the blind side. All right. How, I, gee, I don't know. How about getting some fucking pass rushers? About not drafting a cornerback third overall and sitting him for half the fucking time in his rookie season. I mean, dude, there's <clears throat> there is a lot of holes to be fixed on this roster. And the only thing that, that that I heard today that made me just roll my eyes so hard, I I almost stopped at a fucking free clinic to get him checked. Is uh, who's the head coach of the Lions now? What's his name? I forget. Dan Campbell. Thank you, Dan Campbell. Yeah, Campbell comes out and he goes. Uh, there'll be no tanking because we don't want to extend the culture of losing 
because it seeps in and it spreads like cancer. And it's like, yeah, all that sounds good. <clears throat> but you ain't going to the Super Bowl in the next two seasons, dude. You lost your locker room leader. You're losing your two best receivers. And your top draft pick from last year probably could have went in the fourth or fifth round easy based on his playing time. So you don't need... It's not like he's got a solid fucking base to build on. Trade golf. No. Get what you can for him. Throw a scrub in there, a scrub backup, a career backup. I don't give a fuck. Go get Fitzmagic if you want to act like you're trying to win. Let him win a couple fucking games that don't mean nothing to begin the season and then shit the bed on the rest of the season. Now, see, I'm with you on all of that. Here's the thing. The first thing I've seen uh, out of Dan Campbell and Chris Bielman and everything I like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not jumping back in right now. I'm saying I like it. You know, yeah, you got Stafford out of there. Okay, Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr., they're gone. Okay, well, show me what else you're going to do. And I like Dan Campbell's attitude. You know, we're going to bite the kneecaps. We're, we're tearing people apart. Okay, because if you, if you establish a, a, a want-to-win culture, then when you get into the free market and the free agencies, those people will want to come to your team. You're you're not a losing destination. Earl, so I like that. I believe there's I, a gentleman I, who shares the same first name as you, who has a quote. It says, "Talk is cheap, motherfucker." Great. Say all that flower. Win games. Win games. And if you didn't know it, DMX's first name is Earl. Like well, I I also I I don't know if you guys heard this. I. I, for, I, I, I refuse to remember his fucking name. He's a former lion. But anyways, he decided to throw his two cents into the wind because I guess he wasn't getting enough attention that day. And he said that, you know, Stafford being traded was racist. And I was like, oh, okay, Jesus hold on. Christ. Oh, wasn't that- <laughs> Let me strap in and, 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 and ready myself for this bullshit ride we're about to take. It was Rob Parker, by the way. And it was, well, they... They, they wasted Barry and, and Megatron's career. Oh, but Lily White Stafford gets traded. Okay, they wasted first of all, career. Time to fuck out. Both those motherfuckers walked away. They didn't ask to be, Stafford asked to be traded. Okay, but, but time out. First of all, it was a different member of the Ford family who was running the Lions under Barry. It was a different member of the Ford family, family than Barry, than who ran it under Barry and who's running it now. I was running out when Megatron left. Uh, just because everybody, somebody has the same last name doesn't mean they all have the same outlook on shit. And that's the one thing I'll give Sheila Ford Hemp uh, is, is that she seems like she's smart enough to know that she doesn't know everything, so she's going to surround herself with people who do. And she's smart enough to surround herself with people who aren't going to leap on the first fucking opportunity just because it presents itself case in point offering chris spielman the gm job and spielman going uh i thank you i am flattered but i don't have the experience i wouldn't be comfortable taking your money doing that job if he was a piece of shit he took the job and ran the place into the ground collected the paycheck and ran off in the middle of the night like every other goddamn gm <laughs> around the shithole yeah you met melon <laughs> so it's a different story so to Whoever said it and whoever thinks it, first of all, you walk around thinking you're a hammer. Everything looks like a nail. Second of all, stop shooting your potential allies in the foot and then getting pissed when they, get, when they go, what the fuck is your problem? Why'd you shoot me in the foot when I'm trying to help you? And, and let's be honest here. Can you honestly say, uh, not you, this person, that at the point 
either of those players were at in their careers, if they went to the Lions and said, I wanted a trade, you don't think the Lions would have picked up the phone and took offers? They could have got so much for either one of those players. Completely unsubstantiated rumor. It was a caller on, on, on the local talk station. He called in. He said... That he had that he had contacts with people at Allen Park. Allen Park's where the Lions practice facility and headquarters are at. If you're not from this area, and that's not a person, by the way, it's a city. <laughs> not OJ's limo driver, right? Um, but yeah, that, that he had heard rumors and and, and back channel fucking grumblings and shit that Megatron did go to uh, was it Clay Ford Jr. who was or yeah. was Martha when he retired. Oh, when Megatron, I think that was... Had Martha taken over by then? No, I think... Mar- she had to have, because she was here when uh, 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 Caldwell was. She hired fucking uh, Quinn and Patricia. That was all on her watch. Huh. So, 2016, mean, yeah, probably was her. No, he didn't quit in 2016, did he? No, it said he, he retired in 2016. After the 2016 Yeah. Season. Oh, yeah, March 2016. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, man, really? That seems like it was like 10 years ago. When he retired. But yeah, man. I mean, uh, different owners, different outlooks on shit. What does it... Uh, and, 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 you, and I'm sorry, but this is bullshit. Even if fucking... Even if they did go, you know, they went to the owners, you know, Barry and fucking John, you know, Calvin, and, and were like, we'd like a trade. And they said, no. Well, that's the way the cookie crumbles, folks. Well, there's ways around it, right? You, you go, oh, then it's crazy. I retire. And then two weeks lazy. I'm retired and I'm a free agent. Like it's there's ways around it. We've seen people do shit like that plenty of times. Set out the season. But Marshawn Lynch. I think Marshawn Lynch I think that whole gap he had between Oakland and Seattle was him being pissed that he didn't wasn't given the ball in, in that and Super Bowl. I, yeah, and that go on. Well go let me didn't play, just set up the entire season because they wouldn't trade him. Well that but too, but yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, there's plenty of ways. Like, I mean, I, we weren't there. It's all speculation. But I'm just saying, like, especially. Hey, Chris, well, I'm, I'm going to give you something to yell about right now. On the flip side of that play, former player's comment is a comment that tells Jared Goff how much he loves Detroit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, ahead, he can eat a big bag of dicks. Adama can sue. Telling uh, Goff on social media that he loves Detroit. Fuck you, no, buddy. You, you got to remember, man. It was never him who, 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 who tweeted all that bullshit. It was his sister. It was never him. It was his sister. So you know what that means? He can. He I'm, has plausible deniability. I, I'm a sexist. I can't control what she does. I can't control how, what she posts. If I tried to, I would be a, I'd be a dirty, filthy misogynist. I'd be exercising my... Patriarchal, patriarchal privilege. Like it was well known, he wanted out of here. He just, oh, he was it's not quiet about it. Look, man. Look, these one. If Barry or Calvin had went to the fucking press and said, "I've asked for a trade," the team is saying they're thinking about it. That would put the type of pressure on on the the Ford family and the Lions organization. That they didn't do. So we don't know what might have happened. They didn't do that. Stafford let it be known to anybody and everybody he wanted out. The Lions had one choice to come out of this even attempting to look good, which was 
to give him what he wants and get as much for him as they can. And I think they did pretty fucking good for a first overall pick that's got, what, 12, 13 years in the fucking league? A broken back twice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, as far as I'm I mean, concerned. They, they swapped first-round pick for first-round pick and got two more first-round picks. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, third-round. bullet dodged. We don't have the football Miguel Cabrera now. That's been my worry. Like, he sticks around. He's going to be Mickey. He's going to be this guy with this huge contract who can't fucking play. Good. Let him go be L.A.'s problem. You know, I said, at least Goff is young. That's, that's, that's like my silver lining with Jared Goff. He's, I think he's the same quarterback, but he's younger. So we'll, we'll see. And, and, and I still, that, that Kelvin John, that just, it, if that's true, Lions management really is just bad at, at just management in general. Because why would, why? why? Why, why would, I'm just trying to think in a world where this situation exists, that the best player in his position at the time comes to you and says, I want out, and you wouldn't pick up the phone just for the business decision. To, you probably had 31 teams sucking your dick to get him. Like, if, if that really is true, they really are bad at management, but just, I just, it doesn't sound plausible to me. They could have got whatever they wanted for. And again, he just noise. I want out of Detroit. How many teams would have fucking? You can have our draft picks for the next ten years. Like I don't. I just it's it's dude. right. Like I said, it, it, if it was a management decision, yeah, I I would not be surprised though. I would not. They were that bad. They let so many people in free agencies go to so many other teams that we should have had. But still, on a team where where they were that bad, he was setting. He's he's. He was setting records. He was changing. He was while he was playing. People asked you who's the best receiver in the league. Nobody even thought. It, Calvin Johnson just came out of people's mouths. People who aren't Detroit fans. So he managed to do that on a shit team. You don't think right. if he, he'd have been on New England or had Matt Ryan throwing to him? He'd have, like, come on, man. Come on, man. No, you got to remember who you're talking about. It's a team that does just enough to keep you interested. They were so happy to have Barry, and that's all they needed. Everybody talked about the Lions and talked about Barry. They had Calvin Johnson. That's all they needed. Everybody talked about Megatron. I think Barry was just tired. Wasn't Barry coming off like a record-breaking season when he retired? 2,000-yard season, sure was. Yeah, because I think, again, if Barry Sanders would have said, I want out, you'd have gotten 31 phone calls within an hour of making that press release. Again, it's bad management. That's why I said with Dan Campbell and Spielman and them, they're in there now. I'm shocked. This is not SOL. This is not the same old Lions. You have somebody who wants to trade, and they got a massive amount for them. It was not just two first-round picks. It was a third-round pick also. That's huge. Now, what's uh, your money on uh, uh, Cooper Cup or Robert Woods as a Lion? For what? Just because we're... Rich said it. We're losing both of our receivers. Those guys are expensive. They just took on a contract where uh, there's more guaranteed money than the guy they got rid of. One of them's no probably way. gonna have to go. No way. We're already right. taking out the Rams' trash. No, I think the Rams. It's have instant chemistry. It, make, it it makes the rebuild go quicker. Just saying. I understand, but I think they're 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 already made their deal, and they think they're locked. And they're not. Like I said, that Rams defense not even close to what it was when they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, they're they're getting another playoff, but you know, it might be a win. But that's as far as they go. I think um, for wide receivers, uh, it's I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see who's in the market. 
uh, whose contracts are up and uh, what they do with the draft because now they got capital. Antonio Brown. <clears throat> and no, uh, uh-uh. uh, Antonio Brown is through. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. There's <clears throat> being a Tampa Bay fan. There's a whole lot of rumblings. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of rumblings coming out of uh, out of Tampa about you know yeah win or lose this Super Bowl that's pretty much it for him so I guess we'll see. Sporty ChristopherMedia.net ChristopherMedia.net Sporty. So we're we're, we're segueing right. Should we just do it? Should we unleash the dogs? How pumped are you, Rich? How pumped are you? Rich? <laughs> Oh, congratulations. Well, I mean, I, real life got in the way. I, I haven't really sat down and fucking... The night they won, I got excited. The next day, the bullshit started. And and just life and, and other shit has gotten in the way. So I haven't really sat and dwelled on it. But uh, I'm pretty sure the closer Sunday draws, the, the more and more amped I'll be. I just feel fucking... It sucks. It figures. Okay, it really does. The one time that, like, I'm not working Super Bowl and my team is in it and I actually want to watch the game, not just party and kind of watch the game. We got the woo flu fucking us over. I can't fucking get together with nobody. Like, me me and a house full of of people except for uh, one person who is completely bored and uninterested in this are going to be sitting watching the Super Bowl. So this will probably take. Eh, I mean, if they win, I'll you know they'll take care of itself. But I don't know, man. I I don't think I don't think they're winning. I don't think they're winning. So I'm just like, hope you guys enjoy Radio Row. I, something was brought up today that I really didn't it, it didn't occur to me, but I, I guess it should have. I wonder what the X factor is going to be with uh, Tampa Bay. Don't have to travel. Kansas City does. Yeah. I mean, Tom. Brady, you're the story. Tom Brady, his wife and his kids have left him alone for the last twelve days, and he actually has been kind of like, "Huh, yeah, I never really think about it. I just chilling at my house." I'm, he's like, he was talking about the burden of not traveling, how we can just just get centered for the game's been a real plus. I, I, I wonder how that's going to affect the game. I don't know. This is un, this is uncharted territory. No, no team has played in their stadium for the Super Bowl until now, and you got. The X factor itself is Tom Brady. Period. I think. I truly think. Okay. Did you guys hear the story about Gronk Does and, it and Tampa? Beer? No. It involves him fucking. Okay. So this 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 season, he came out of retirement. He went to Tampa Bay. Everybody knows that, or you wouldn't be listening to this show. And we've talked about him. And he's just not the Gronk he used to be. He's more of a decoy out there. Like, yeah, go ahead and double cover him, and I'll just fucking keep dumping it off to Cameron Brady. That's what the fuck Brady's been doing in the last handful of games. If anything, he's a big body to block. Then the story comes out that Tom Brady went to Tampa, you know, or whatever, however it was. Tampa came to him and was like, hey, you still talk to Gronk? Would, Would he come out of retirement? Or, hey, Gronk wants to come out of retirement. Can we sign him? And Tampa was basically like, you know, Bucks were like, okay, but, you know, we got to have some proof here that he's actually keeping up on his off-season conditioning. So have him make, and, you know, because of, you know, the vid, uh, can't just travel down to fucking Tampa willy-nilly for no fucking reason. So they said, send video of you doing fucking workouts. Oh, I think I heard a little bit about this. Keep going. Yeah. 
he brought like five different changes of clothes, recorded himself working out, changed clothes, worked out again, changed clothes, worked out again, did it five times, sent it in, never worked out again. <laughs> I mean, it worked. Yeah, it worked, but I mean, Gronk ain't Gronk anymore. And I, it, I think we know why. He's gotten lazy. Oh, that just I mean, plays right into his meathead image, huh? Well, I mean, and at the same point, if you're Gronk and you hear that Tom Brady went to a different team, you're like, what, what exactly do you think he thought of that very moment? Then you get a text from Tom, uh, WID, you know, hey, yeah, what are you doing? You up? Right. And he's like, I can get another ring with Tom. Sure. Let's do this. This might be on the top five list of the most Gronk, thing, Gronk things Gronk has ever done. Well, also, you got to think about the. there is so much talent on that team. It could be an all-star team. If you were playing Madden, you would pick Tampa Bay and not have to change one thing. Yeah, th this is the NFL I mean, finally getting into the super team game. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I picked up this year's mat. Got it used because fuck EA, you ain't getting my money. I popped it in. Download, downloaded all the updates and all the shit they did. So all the rosters were, were current. It was like, last game Tampa Bay played. I, I just picked it up, by the way. Last game Tampa Bay played Green Bay. NFC Championship game. I'll play Green Bay. Dude, I've never in my life been as accurate of a passer on Madden as I am with Tom Brady under center. <laughs> like, dude, it's like playing with a fucking a goddamn Pro Bowl team. You ain't lying, dude. It's the easiest time I've ever had playing Tampa in any Madden game since 2002. Right, and I remember back in the day when I would pick up a, a Madden game when you, they allowed Hall of Famers and everything else, and you could create a super team on Madden of just nothing but the best of the best. I would pick Tampa Bay today and not have to change one fucking position. Not one. Well, the last four Coven, cover, Madden cover athletes are playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday. That's a lot of fucking talent. That's crazy. In one Super Bowl. So, yeah. I, I, I said it last show. I'm going to say it this show. I'm going to say it next show. I cannot believe that anybody, I don't care that it's Tom Brady, that anybody has a record of six and three of Super Bowls. Possibly seven and three, possibly six and four. Are you kidding me? In my lifetime? When he finally retires, he should get his Super Bowl record tattooed on his nuts. Like one on, one, one on the right, one on the left. Wherever his house is, it needs a billboard of his Super Bowl record. Catch me if you can type shit. I, I mean, Jim Kelly went to four. He lost them all, <laughs> but he went to four. You know, I've lived through Joe Montana, Brett Favre, John fucking Elway, Peyton Manning. I I've lived through some hellify quarterbacks in this game. I I've lived through some talent, period. With Barry, Emmett, Dion, I just I can do this all day. But just the talent in that football league, I have lived through some major, major talent. And then somebody, anybody, one person has a record in the fucking Super Bowl. We're, as Detroit Lions fans, we're talking about, can we just win a playoff game? Can we win a playoff game? This motherfucker has a record in the Super Bowl. This guy has been to almost 20% of the Super Bowls that have happened. He's been to 50% of the Super Bowls that he could have gone to when he finished 
when he when he when he when he played a season, he didn't go out for injury. Fifty percent. So what has he had? Twenty year career now? Ten years? That's pretty fucking good, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I you know, I do I think they're winning Sunday? No. No. I, I, I just I don't. I'm not even going I'm not even gonna front and try to act like I'm gonna get my hopes up. I'm just I'm exactly what I'm I'm, I'm exactly where I'm at when I told you guys I want a playoff, I want a winning record, a playoff win, and I'm happy. Everything else is gravy. This is gravy, baby. But no, I'm gonna tell you it's going oh, hold on, hold on. I ain't done. I ain't I ain't done. Hold on. And then I hear Tom Brady come out and say, Oh, I'm playing until I'm forty five. Shit. Well, that's good because Tampa just offered you an extension. So I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. We're literally going to have like someone who's damn near as old as Chelios was out there fucking throwing around a ball on a football field. Yeah, I mean, probably in just as good a shape as Chelios too. Yeah, I don't, Pro- I don't know. Probably better. Oh, Tom, I'm starting to suspect Tom a blood a boy. Mo- he's a he's a doughy motherfucker, man. Yeah, but he's got like he ain't his got own... a whole lot of he's got he ain't got a whole lot. He's got some body fat on him. Chelios, I've met that motherfucker in person. That's rock solid, dude. You don't want to piss off Chelios. <laughs> I'll call Tom Brady a bitch to his face. I won't. I won't call Chelios a bitch. <laughs> I beat Chelios's bitch. I'll call Tom Brady a bitch. See how that works. <laughs> One, I know Tom Brady's got more money, so hit me. Two, <laughs> I don't just, want to be hit by, by Chris Chelios. He'll just flash six rings at you and blind you anyway. Chris Chelios. It was not a enforcer, goon, whatever you want to call it, in the NHL. Yet he won Bob Probert's respect because he wouldn't back down from him no matter how much he whooped his ass. Damn. Someone that tough and mean who just refuses to give up, ain't none of us whooping his ass. That's <laughs> true. You know, yeah, I'm glad you, you made that comparison with Chelios because that's my point. When it comes to the NHL, there's plenty of people that have been in the playoffs. There are plenty of people been to the cup. You know what I mean? There's plenty of records for cups. There's plenty of records uh, for uh, World Series. But there's one guy in the NFL that has a Super Bowl record like Tom Brady. That's insane. I, His we, name is Tom we've Brady. All said it. We've all said it before. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we probably are never going to see in our lifetimes the person who now, beats that record. Well, we might. Break, we might. And you know what? He's being built as the goat versus the kid. And kid is, is another word for uh, a baby goat. Yeah, goat. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Ice so, is, here's, here's, us both here's, pivoting at the same time, Ice, to the other side of the ball. We might. And that's, that's. Here's the issue I have. I don't know Patrick Mahomes' work ethic. Tom Brady has got a ridiculous work ethic. And from everything I've ever read or heard about the guy, he hates losing more than he loves winning. That's so true. hatred of and fear of losing motivates him more than putting another fucking ring on his finger. I don't know. Like, yes, if Mahomes keeps himself in shape, yes. If Mahomes keeps up with the changes in the league and he's able to adapt, yes, he could have a long career. He's also one play away from being dead. And that's football. That's, you never know. I mean, <clears throat> Tom Brady is great in a lot of ways, and he's also really lucky in a lot of ways. Really lucky, starting with where he ended up. Well, yeah, he played behind uh, a few Hall of Fame linemen for a number of years, too. Guys protecting his ass. Yeah, and I mean, dude, 
if he'd have ended up the third string quarterback, fourth string quarterback, whatever he was when 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 New England started OTAs the the year he was drafted, he was like that for the Lions or fucking the Browns, one of these perennial Cardinals even, especially when he was drafted. We'd have never known who Tom Brady was. He probably would never got a chance to play. True. You think Tom sends Drew Bledsoe a check every year just because? Like, hey, man, here's your, here's your residuals. I don't know, man, because Drew, that's the other thing. And, and anything, at least at Christmas dinner every year. Like, hey, man, you can come over and have Christmas dinner every fucking year. Well, I mean, all, all bullshit aside, I mean, look, you know, it, Drew Bledsoe became a footnote at best, but, man, he was fucking hyped coming into the NFL. I mean, he was so fucking hyped that they used his draft photo in Jerry Maguire of the example of, see that guy's arm standing next to the guy who just signed the, the X amount of million dollar contract? That's me. And I mean, it's, dude, he, it's not like he, he had some scrub that he was playing behind. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, remember when Warner took over in, uh, in, in, in St. Louis? Yep. I mean, Everybody thought that was oh shit. Who was the quarterback that got injured where we had takeover? Duh. I can't remember off the top of my head. Stand by. Anyways, my point is, is that like that's pure luck. That's an injury that happened that it put Kurt Warner in a position to where he could go out there and play. Same thing with Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt. You don't have the Tuck Rule game. You don't have the Patriots winning the world, the World Series, the Super Bowl. You know. Mere months after 9-11. You don't have everything that set up this Patriot fucking dynasty. So, yeah, Mahomes, yeah, he could. Could he do it? Yeah, if he, if he stays on his game and luck's on his side, maybe he can. By the we way, talk- uh, Trent Green, the guy Kurt Warner yeah, replaced. We talked about this last show, Rich. Um, Patrick Mahomes is an extremely humble team player. He plays for the team. He loves watching the team win. That's his work ethic. Yeah, we're on our third season of Pat Mahomes, and uh, not a lot of uh, stories about uh, Pat Mahomes as a dick on or off the field. So I guess he's got that going for him. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop with him Um, because I have a friend who's like, you know, you never hear anything really bad about the guy. And I'm like, yeah, but it's 2020. This conversation was a few weeks ago. That's why I say that. And someone will dig something up. And sure as shit, I'm starting to hear rumblings because he's a self-professed Christian. Oh. I'm starting to hear rumblings Neat. about, you know, it, the Chris Pratt situation all over again. How dare you have a religious belief that doesn't agree with, you know, my sexual orientation? Okay, was well, he trying to stop you from fucking some, some man-ass? If the answer is no, then shut the fuck up and go fuck some man ass. Yeah, I came up with a, a new song title. I'm going to write a uh, new pop song called Oops, Old Tweets. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. I, personally, I think it's stupid for Brady to play till he's fucking 45. By some reason, he wins Super Bowl this year. Retire. Dude, you'll never have to buy a drink in the city of Tampa ever again. Or Boston. Quite, quite <laughs> Yeah, you can have his winter house and his summer house. <laughs> I know. I, I I get what you're saying, but dude, Boston, outside of Philly, that's some fucking angry sports fans <laughs> for no good reason. Now, during the last two decades, and how many championships they've had. 
but yeah, they're spoiled yeah. now. I'm gonna go off of the last time I see these two play each other. It, it's whoever wins the coin toss. It's whoever has the ball last because Tom Brady beat Pat Mahomes in the uh, overtime because he won the coin toss. I firmly believe if the Chiefs won the overtime coin toss, they would have beat the Patriots. So, uh, you know, Brady didn't give him a chance, marched down the field and went in. So, I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, I'm rooting for for the person who's my age, but on a bet slip, I'm filling out Kansas City. I mean, it's... I just can't, man. I just... I honestly 100% don't know. I'm a I'm Kansas City fan. I would love to see him repeat. It's highly possible, highly likely. I, I just can't call that. I know Tom Brady. Because it's a, I think we hit on this last show. This whole time we're talking about Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Pat Travis Kelsey. Everyone keeps forgetting Kansas City has him. He had an historic season mm-hmm. as a tight end. No tight end has ever had a better season than he just had. I, is, is Tampa, I mean, is Tampa, can they stop him? Or is it just like, just put, put your biggest guy on him and hope you can cover him? That, that's the whole point. You have a hellified defense in Tampa again. And we've seen what happens when they come to play. And it's the exact same way on the other side. Kansas City, I would give, I would give the edge in defense to Tampa. But you have two quarterbacks that have the exact same thing. If you cover Cheetah and you cover Kelsey, I'm going to make you pay because I'm going to throw it to McCole Hardman. Well, that, that's the thing. It's, uh, we're back to Pat Mahomes. Like that's, you know, I've, I've, I've poo-pooed it for the last few weeks, but really with the Chiefs, that's what the dangerous thing about Mahomes is, right? You shut down one of his weapons, he's going to, he does what Tom Brady used to do, right? He, he, he's he making a star out of a no name to get the job done. Still is, dude. He still is. Because if you go to Tampa this Sunday and you cover Evans and you cover Godwin, and if Brown plays, you cover him too. Okay. What about Miller? What about Brace? That, that's that is my question to the to Kansas City defense. Who the fuck do you cover? That's it. It's it's the same on both sides of this ball. These teams are so evenly matched that it's gonna be who has the fucking ball left. This coaching is going to play an enormous amount. And it's Bruce Arians versus one of the best coaches in the National Football League. Yeah, do you know Andy Reid is the sixth most winningest coach? I did not know that until today. Andy has his first Super Bowl and has a chance to repeat. So, I mean, you got to be smart enough and good enough to run down the clock on people. It's going to be a hell of a game, but it's going to come down to who has it last. Period. End of file. And if Tom Brady has the lead and the ball at the end of the game, Tom Brady wins. And vice versa with uh, Pat Mahomes. If they have the ball and they're behind, they're still going to win because they're going to march down real quick and win. And both of them have done it and can do it and will do it. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. So, I, I, what I, do I basically do? told a friend that I was talking to. She was like, oh, yeah, your team's in the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, so you think you're going to blow out Kansas City? I'm like, first of all, if there's going to be a blowout, it's going to be the other way around. I said, second of all, <clears throat> I kind of think it's going to be a game that nobody really 
I mean, they win simply by the time runs out and they had the lead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's going to be more what you're saying, Earl. I think it's going to be whoever loses slowest. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever... Whoever can fucking control the clock and keep the other quarterback off the field, that has to, that has to be in both fucking head coaches' mind as, minds as far as a game plan. Uh, both those guys will kill you on the fucking field. There's what, well, there's one thing that each team needs to keep in mind. Number one, don't run, don't score a bunch and get away ahead on Kansas City, because for whatever reason, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, that seems to piss them off. Yeah, it's called being competitive. Yeah, but I mean they're not they're pushing, they're playing, you know, they're they're following their game plan. But if they get like 10 points behind, it like pisses them off to like you you fucked up. You know you fucked up, right? You fucked up, you know that, right? And like when Hulk Hogan know, started shaking his hand. Seriously. But on the other side, if you do beat Tom Brady by 21 points, for God's sake, do not take your foot off the gas. Nope. Because, <laughs> yeah, we all remember, what was it, 2016, 2017? 28 to 3. That's, that's all you got to say. 28 yeah, to 3. I was about to say, yeah. Third quarter, 28 to 3. Kansas City ain't the only fucking team out there or only person out there who's going to be pissed off if they start getting blown out. I'm serious. Twenty-eight. You, you could say 28-3, but third, it was the end of the third quarter. It was three to five minutes left in the third fucking quarter. Dude. And think what you want. Tom's got much better running backs than James White this time around. I had a friend for 16 years who's no longer my friend because of that fucking game. Jesus. That's a petty okay. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking, he, he's, a, uh, he's a Falcons fan. And it was like two days after the game, and I'd seen a meme. And so I, I posted it, and he, you don't come on here talking shit. You get 24 hours to talk shit after a game ends, and then I fucking unfriend you and block you, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, well, fuck you, cocksucker. What's your fuck? Who the fuck are you, first of all, tell me what the fuck I can and can't do? Second of all, who the fuck are you talking to me this way? Well, it's still, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it, doesn't it got the 24-hour rule backwards? Like, aren't you supposed to, like, leave real sensitive people alone for 24 hours before you start giving them shit about a loss? <laughs> He was always kind of a bitch anyway, so... I mean, he, <laughs> Honestly, the only reason I was friends with him because he, he could get fucking drugs because he knew everybody. He's one of those assholes. Oh. Well. He's, it's like, you know, how many real friends does he have? Probably none, but he knows a lot of people. And then you're like, whoa, oh, well, you know, I'm a guy ain't going to say his name, put him on blast, but... Hey, why, why, why doesn't, you know, he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, well, go over and talk to him, get to know him, and you'll find out how cool he is. <laughs> It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be so interesting. You guys ready for the weekend? Huh? The big halftime show? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Oh, the game's going to be very interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, besides the fact he's going to get up there and, and do a melody in one of his songs is going to be the I Can't Feel My Face song, which is a th very thinly veiled song about cocaine. Yeah. So he's going to be singing about doing so much high quality blow his face is numb on national television besides that i don't give a fuck i don't know i don't know any of his music besides that i don't care to i don't give a shit yeah i heard that's not i, I don't know the guy at all i don't know any of his music i just heard that's not actually his name that's his project my my, my two weeks in, in top 40 radio my conclusion is he's new prince 
Like it, like Bruno Mars is new Michael Jackson. The weekend is is new Prince. Uh, I I think that's backwards. But I mean, I first of all, I don't think no one's new Michael Jackson because ain't no one walking around sniffing little boy booty holes as much as he did. At least that's in the music industry that I know of. Second of all, uh, Bruno Mars reminds me more of fucking Prince than The Weeknd does. Unless The Weeknd's like some sort of multi-instrumentalist that I don't know about. Bruno Mars, he's got the kid rock syndrome. He can kind of play everything, can he? Yeah. Plays guitar, piano. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I, I know a lot of people say, I, I play guitar, they sit down and they know three fucking chords. And I'm like, you know... Sure. They're, they're, the t- they're the type of idiots to sit down and go, oh, we'll play you a song and start playing Nothing Else Matters because it's all open strings. And it's like, fucker. well, don't be that douchebag. It's like being the guy who can play, going to a party with an acoustic and going, want to hear Wonderwall? You're an asshole. Well, that's just trying to get your no dick No one likes up. that guy. I mean, you know. Yeah, but no one likes that guy. No one wants that guy's dick in their mouth. Well, not 2021, maybe in 1997. I'm just, hey, I never learned the song, and I know plenty of people that knew it, and they were still going home with a dry dick, so I don't know what to tell you. You need a but capo anyways. to play it the right way. Sporty. ChristopherMedia.net. ChristopherMedia.net. Sporty. Uh, one of the things that I saw, we'll see if this sticks. It's Florida, so who knows? And by stick, I mean, see if this number goes up, because I doubt it's going down because it's Florida. Supposedly, they're going to allow 25,000 people into the stadium. And their first responders. I love that. Well, uh, I absolutely love I that. I think 7,500 of them are first responders arrested. Just rich people are still getting their peace. And if, trust me, remember, the NFL's a business. They're not giving away all those tickets. Well, Dude, first of all, it is $10,000. <laughs> first of all, stop the bullshit. If, 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 on February 6th, a miracle happens. One shot, cure, never have to worry about COVID again. The NFL will fucking pack that goddamn stadium, and those 7,500 fucking first responders will be watching it at the local bar. That, that Let's be honest here. The reason they're letting 7,500 first responders in there is because it holds, what, 50,000 people, and it's only going to be halfway full? They can afford to give those, those seats away. If those were sold... Every seat accounted for at the prices you're talking about, Earl, they would not be there in that that, that large of a number. Come on now. Uh, I, I, look, that's my team. That's their stadium. I, you know, but they're an NFL team. They ain't in this to, for their health. They're in it to make fucking money and win championships in that order, by the way. Right, but that's something else that we got to talk about. Being the home team in the Super Bowl. I mean, even if it's just the 7,500 fans that they let in first responder, that's home fans. Yeah, but are they, though? Is the Super Bowl ever? It, it, isn't the Super Bowl generally, it, isn't it, is it ever really fans? It's generally the people who can afford it. Or, which happened here at Super Bowl 40 when it was in Detroit, Steelers fans fucking cashing in their goddamn 401ks and shit to buy tickets to come out to Detroit to see the goddamn game. Those are the type of fans. Yeah. Like, people that are willing to do that type of shit, like, like, basically throw away their fucking retirement to go to a goddamn Super Bowl. Those type of people that, that, that are fans that go. See, I'm not, I, ain't, I, I ain't ever seen a team worth me working to the day I die and yeah. I live to be 80. You know what I'm saying? Like, to work to the day I die. Yeah, to me, the Super Bowl is on a list of things that, like, 
if it ever happens, it happens. I'm not going to be like, it's, you know, I'm not going to be one of these motherfuckers where it's on my bucket list. Yeah. Let's put it this way. When we were in Specs, well, before we started Specs, before even the, the orientation, I asked about, you know, do you guys do anything for talk radio, sports talk? And no, 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 no. But, I mean, if you know sports, once you get into the industry, you know the standard rap they give you because they, they want that fucking money. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay, okay, whatever. And then I realized, I was like, the only way I'm ever going to the Super Bowl is if I'm covering it. You're right. And I'm working for a radio station or, or something like that. That's it. And that ain't going to happen. All right? So that ship has sailed. So I'll never go to a Super Bowl, and I'm fine with it. I mean, dude, you think it's expensive to buy a fucking hot and ready and a beer at Comerica Park? Can you imagine the prices at the Super Bowl? Actually, I believe this year it's going to be cashless. Uh, you have to, which... You have to essentially put any money you want to spend at, in the stadium on some kind of Visa card, and you use it at the stadium. Some kind of sponsorship deals Visa has going with the Super Bowl this year. Well, of course, everything's sponsored. But what I'm saying is, like, you think you're only going to pay ten bucks for a beer? Oh God, at no. Roman James at the Super Bowl. I, I'm figuring at, at least twenty dollars. I'm figuring at least twenty dollars beers. Yeah, and that's for like Bud Light. You want, well, a, see, you want a craft beer? Yeah, we're talking thirty bucks. I'm just thinking of, because of, I'm looking at my TV right now. It's huge. And I'm sitting in a very comfy chair. I can smoke at my house, drink at my house, and get up, go take a piss, pause the game. Why would I spend all that money to be there? Well, I, I'm like, sure that's what the sports industry's nope. been dealing with the last probably 15 years-ish is, uh, yeah, a lot of people saying, uh, dude, the best seat of the house is in my living room. It's a big screen TV. Uh, the, the food and snacks and alcohol are way cheaper. I can pause it if I have to take a shit or take a piss. I don't have to deal with drunk strangers. Yeah, I mean... I, well, I, do you guys remember a channel, a cable channel called Palladium? Yes. All they ever really did was show live concerts. And I'm talking like Monterey Pop 67. And then the next concert is like Pink Floyd doing Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety at, at, at Joe Louis Arena in 95 type shit. You know, or 94. That's when I realized, I, why am I spending fucking hundreds of dollars to go to concerts when I can sit in a house, see the act clearly on this big-ass fucking 70-inch TV and surround sound system and not, and not have to deal with everything you just said? I think what's going to happen is sports and everything will open back up. We'll get back to normal eventually. It might be two, three years, but we will. And there'll be a rush of people to go because people are fucking goddamn going nuts with cabin fever but also what's happened is you've had a lot of people getting money coming in that they can't really spend so they're buying big ticket items i don't know if you guys have been on any electronic sites but like best buy are pushing their 4k fucking huge ass tvs more than they ever do around super bowl time now it's I mean, generally every, this is this is the week to get a tv generally i mean but i mean even more so than usual because you got the stimulus checks that people well some people are still waiting for, but most people got. You got the 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 the. Well, supposedly there's going to be an extension of the unemployment, federal unemployment shit, but we'll see. But as of right now, people are still getting that. I mean, if I I know somebody, I won't put their business out there. But long story short, they short they cannot work. Period, because of their situation, and the government Senate is paying their fucking rent. Yeah, man. I mean. They're getting their rent paid. They're getting food stamps. They're getting, and then, and then they're getting the unemployment. 
and this person is getting the full unemployment plus the $300 federal bump. So that's 660 bucks a week. I mean, of course, they take taxes out of it, but, you know, it's like, uh, dude, what are you going to do? That's, that's, people are going to spend money. People are going to buy, especially if this but, shit you know. goes, <laughs> especially if this shit goes like they're fucking, these, you know, doomsday experts are saying, and we haven't even hit the worst yet. They're going to have to extend all these programs because eventually if it gets worse than it was at the peak last year they will lock this country down now hey we got the person in office that'll do it I you know it but too but also the silver lining is is the the uh the the people in control are the people that like to throw money at every at everything so i guess there's that well i mean it's just what's going to happen is once the the the, the novelty of going back to a sporting event goes away people are just, especially if the, if you're in a shit sports town like Detroit is right now. I'm not spending hundreds of dollars to go watch the Red Wings. I don't give a fuck if I can't. If I haven't been able to do anything in a year, two years, it doesn't matter. If I'm going to spend 200 fucking bucks plus, I can just go down to fucking Best Buy, buy a goddamn fucking 80-inch TV, come home, set the bitch up, buy a $150 sound bar or, or, or surround sound system with a you know 7.1 with a subwoofer. I'm good to go. It's kind of where I'm at with, with movie theaters. I, I, like... The only thing about movie theaters is that certain movies you, you want to see on the big screen, a.k.a. movies where the director understands that he's not filming a goddamn TV show. Yeah, but the big screen you can now put in your house. Like, you can get like a 70-inch TV for like under $1,000 now. No, I absolutely hear you. And, and I mean, here's, here's the thing. Here's what, I, here's what you're talking to someone that's been to two movies in a decade. At the yep. movie theater. Yeah, so same here, man. Right. If, if it ain't Star Wars, uh, I ain't going. <laughs> it's like my new okay, movie policy. Not, last Star Wars movie I saw in the movie theater was Revenge of the Sith. I won't go see a Disney Damn. Star Wars movie in the movie theater because they've of all the shit they put out movie-wise, they only put out one good one. That was Rogue One. And that's the one that I literally was getting dressed to go see, went to go buy tickets online, and was sold out. And I said, well, fuck it. And I downloaded it. Somebody downloaded it. I, it wasn't me. Prank caller, prank caller. Yeah. But but no man, I mean, it sounds like we're we're off the subject, but it's not because look, dude, owners are going to want to make up their money. I mean, the NHL is scrambling; they're putting they've they've already fucking got uh, 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 sponsors on, on the helmets. You know, it's coming on the jersey next. You know, it, it, fucking what other what other lower tier sports are there? Golf. Well, let's be honest, though. We're catching up with the rest of the world, right? I mean, soccer teams have been doing this for fucking decades. You know, you, you did say you're, you're surprised. You, we're, we're last to the capitalist game on this one. I mean, shit NASCAR's been doing for fucking decades. Since it was born. Yeah, but it was, that was out of necessity because of the expense of the fucking sport, and the rednecks that could drive the car didn't have the money. So you had to introduce a redneck who could drive to a money man. And then, boom, sponsorship. I I understand that. But we all know baseball, yeah, the purists are dying off. But there's purists coming up. I'd consider Todd pretty much a baseball purist. I mean, yeah. he's not, like, every time we've talked baseball with him, he's not real high up on, like, the high-tech shit they want to implement and talk about implementing the baseball. And, he's not an analytics know, like, guy. You know, he, and he ain't really down with the whole... Extra innings will start with a runner on second, and you know, and all this shit, and, and and how they're trying to change the game. So you take the hardcore fans of baseball, 
who most of them are traditionalists. And you, those are the people who are going to go to the games. Those people who are going to spend the money to, on, on the team shit. And you start fucking with that tradition by putting advertisements all over jerseys. It's not going to work out as well as you think it is. Yeah, people will still watch. But I think they're going to... I can see owners in all sports overreaching, trying to refill their coffers and running off fucking dedicated fans who are like, fuck you. I pay enough as is. Um... Sports. I can't take a piss without bumping my nut on an advertisement at Comerica Park. I don't need to see it on the goddamn jerseys. Yeah. The sports is going to follow the same thing that movies have, um, and, and they've already got it in place. Uh, movie theaters are going to soon look like blockbuster video, a day of, uh, of an uh, over era. Um, movies have already started streaming on services like i have hbo max uh there's a denzel washington movie just came out it's called the little things it appeared in movie theaters but at the same time it would appear on hbo yeah who is it somebody yeah. has a deal with hbo max everything they're putting out in a the theater this year is going to come out on hbo max as well yeah so right. yeah the new matrix so, the dune movie the sopranos movie blah 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 right so and the sports already has that packaged oh. With local providers, the NHL package, NBA, all of it. So, I mean, your in, your your packages to see the sport is going to cost more. But I, I I just I don't see other than like you said, Rich, the purists who want to go see the game. I don't see a whole lot of people in this generation and further generations spending all that money to go to the fucking game. Well, first of all, let me clarify my statement: winning cures everything you got a team that's marching its way to the world series or to the stanley cup you're going to have asses in the seats period baseball hockey basketball baseball especially those are long seasons there's 80 home games that comerica park what with standing room seats almost forty thousand people i what maybe opening day will be sold out maybe I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and usually it's they'll announce the seats are sold, but if you go down to the will call, you can at least buy standing room tickets for open I, day. I, I've I seen it done. Saying, but Rich, I'm going to disagree with you. Even if they're winning, especially if they're winning, I just don't see this generation and further generations doing what we did. They don't have to. Well, yeah, especially and, with, in, in the advent of everything becoming a la carte as far as streaming. Yeah, right. I could watch every game for the cost of going to two of them. Right. And I just don't see them wanting to be. I think they'll go to one. Everybody should go to one of any game. If you watch any sport, um, racing included, it's an experience in and of itself to be there. But to go to have season tickets, to go to every game, to go with the, the you know, all the rickamarole that has to, you have to yeah. park, you have to find seats, you, you got people throwing shit, you're getting doused at shit, yeah. rain delay. Yeah, to us that was worth it to our generation that was worth it we want to be there we're fans we love the game to these new generations they're going to be like you guys are fucking retarded yeah i could spell i could watch every single game even your road games in my living room and pay one tenth of what it would cost for a season ticket package why the fuck would i spend all day tailgating and sitting out in the fucking rain, coming home with the fucking flu to watch one of these games. Are you nuts? And that's the thought process that's coming. So 
I think sports in and of itself has a bigger problem that they got to figure out a way to figure to solve it. Because to get the money they're making now from their stadiums, they're not going to make it all back on their uh, programming on TV. So either the players are going to be taking a pay cut, something's going to happen. Because this generation just, well, first of all, they don't like it because of the toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, competing, I mean, competing is bad. Meritocracy is bad. So, I mean, so much is, is being put on, the sport, on sport, period, all of them. And then you go, and it's going to cost you half a year pay to go see two, three games. You're like, uh, no, it ain't. I could see it right here. And I got all my boys and girls chilling. I can get a BJ during halftime. Nah, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I ain't going. And I say to all those people, competition built the iPhone. Yeah, you can get a blowjob at halftime, but if you go to a Lions game, you get your salad tossed in the parking lot. Well, too, I mean, yeah, yeah you can you get a blowjob. Yeah, I said, we've all seen plenty of videos on YouTube. You can get a job, blowjob at any point during the game, but you might end up on TV or on the Internet forever. So, yeah, fans at the Super Bowl. Well, I, just I mean, for- technically, technically, we are talking about fans at sporting events. I mean, I just, look, man. I'm well, just trying to put a bow on it. It. It, it, is, it is what it is. Okay, we don't know. We don't know how long this shit's going to go. You know, you're say, you said you just read a report. Or, or, uh, what'd you say in the pregame or pre pregame pre-show chat, Chris? About the no, oh, no, no. It was on the show. Sorry, I can't even remember what was on the show. What was it? Say a lot of uh, things. The hurricane. You were like, no, no. It's the COVID hurricane. It's kind of like that's no, ice. It, it, well, no, 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 no. He said the hurricane was going to affect Tampa mm. Bay. You said I typed in hurricane. The only thing I come up with is COVID hurricane. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm saying, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, hardcore sports fans are going to always be there. Okay. Period. End of story. It does not matter. There was not shit to talk about for months last year when this shit started, as far as sports go, and sports talk stations still managed to keep it roughly 50% sports around here. That's pretty fucking admirable. That's that's in a town, by the way, that doesn't have a good team. I just remember mid-April going, oh, my God, we're locked in the house and I can't watch any sports? What the fuck? That was, that was a horrible feeling. But, I, you know, at, at the same time, I, I think I'll, this shit goes deeper with other people, not us, and it affects them differently. I've had friends who were big time sports fans who don't care about sports anymore. They're just like, this is this is this is bullshit. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? All this, what the fuck are they doing? They're cutting the baseball season down. They're extending playoffs. They're doing this. You got a team that, that was in the playoffs in the NHL getting the first overall pick because they fucking fucked with the the. The playoff format, blah, 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 blah. Done. If, if you can't play the fucking sport the proper way, just don't play it. I'm done. That's their attitude. Wow. And Talk about had being a, a year, purist. Jesus. And they've had a year to find other shit to fill that fucking gap with. And it don't look like they're going to have, uh, we're going to open up 100% anytime soon. So they're going to have even more time to get comfy with other hobbies. And I mean, I, I'm counting 2021 as a wash too, man. Like this is... Last year was the year it came. This year's the year we're making it go away. I think 2022, we see life like 2019 again. But that's just me. I'm not a doctor nor scientist. Just a stoner on a podcast. Well, I mean, dude, 
you know, technically, first cases were trickling in, what? About a year ago. December, yeah. End of December, early January, here in the States. And the first mention of any type of virus in China that I heard was in late October. There was, because the Hong Kong, you know, the fallout from the Hong Kong protest was happening. NPR had sent a, a reporter over there, and he ended up in, uh, oh, shit. What's the name of the fucking town that started? Wuhan. Area, I got Wuhan. you all yes, in check. You. Check, yeah. Uh, also known as a really shitty symbol that sounds like a trash can lid. Um, but, you know, he said that, oh, yeah, he was just trying to do a story. He was following this a reporter disappeared. It's China. You can take a guess what happened there. He was following that story, led him to Wuhan. They basically told him, get the fuck out. We got a, we got a, a virus and you got to go. And this was end of October, 2019. So, I mean, like, it, this, could, this could cost this entire fucking planet and everybody alive on it two and a half years of their normal lives. Yeah. Where this is done and over with. I still think all that vaping panic was COVID and we didn't know what it was. But I'm, I don't want to sidetrack the conversation. But yeah, no, you're you're right. I think, yeah, it's two and a half years. This of the whole planet. I, I don't see, especially with the way the, the vaccines are rolling out, it doesn't matter what tie is in charge of them. It's still the federal government trying to accomplish a big task. Have fun. Yeah, I, I, I think 2021 is everyone getting vaccinated. And maybe a year from now, we're talking about the Super Bowl was more than 50% full. And, 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 and uh, spring training is on track. And I said, maybe a year from now. Yeah, just when everything returns back to normal, I want to see what normal is for sports and, and the arenas. Because we do have winning teams. L.A. Lakers, uh Tampa Bay, Kansas City. And there's also, there's going to be a psych, there's going to be a chilling effect on stuff like that, too. I, I think that's, you know, it, with, with all this talk of everyone, you know, champing at the bit, you know, everyone's got cabin fever and all this getting ready to get it. There's still going to be, I think, some type of, I mean, I don't know about uh, ice, I think I know how you answer that. Rich, you, 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 you in a hurry to go start hanging out in crowds again anytime soon? Not really. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of crowds before all this. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Well, then you gave me the answer I didn't think you were going to give. Oh, I, 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 I don't like sitting in crowds. And the last crowd I was really in was like two years ago at a bar on New Year's Eve. And a guy, I was trying to get outside with my wife to smoke, and he turns around and looked at my chest, and then he looks up at me, and he goes, you're a big motherfucker. I was like, yeah, I know. Can you move? <laughs> I, I want to go smoke. I just don't know how excited I am to jam and do a poorly, ven poorly ventilated room with a bunch of strangers uh, from here on out. It just call me crazy. Yeah, I'm not, I, not really thrilled with the idea uh, that, you know, where we have Live Nation and, and, and sports leagues also going, well, you can't come in until you show your paperwork says you're vaccinated. Like, if I have to show you medical fucking, my medical chart to get into your fucking establishment, I don't want to be in your establishment that bad. I just don't. I mean, I, it's it's not, I'm sorry, it's, it's not a necessity to go to sports. It's not a necessity to go to concerts. 
And I'm not carrying around a goddamn medical file. And I know I'm probably not the first person to say this, but I mean, isn't there kind of a connotation that comes with, uh, hey, let me see your papers? Well, there is. Yep. So what am I, Patrick Swayze? It just saves time? That's, that's, dude, seriously. like, I mean, if you want to do something like verify online before you buy the tickets, something like that, fine. But I'll be goddamn if I'm going to spend a fucking 150 bucks on two tickets to go to a goddamn concert or a show and stand in line for an hour and a half because everybody in front of me, half of them don't have their paperwork and they want to argue with the people. Or the other side, who are we making the judges in this process? Some big-ass meathead who's getting two bucks over minimum wage is going to be the if gatekeeper. That. Yeah, it's going to be the gatekeeper to these events. No, I'm with you, Rich. Yeah, there should be some kind of verification process online where, like, you know, people can actually, where there's a process instead of, yeah, leaving it to some fucking meathead, you know, in a shirt two sizes too small going, oh, I don't know. I don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, yeah. And I just, I, oh, God. I don't know. I, is this a real to you? I don't know. Or, or some guy's just trying to get his dick sucked. Yeah. This, <laughs> my apologies to. I have several friends who've worked at these type of jobs, but they know they know their peers. Well, I worked I, at different jobs. <laughs> well, I mean, no matter what, I, let's be honest. Sports. I mean, they'll be fine. They're just going to have to readjust. And I think that, yeah, there are certain things that if you're a sports fan, you be you prepare yourself to see in the next decade fighting out of hockey pretty much any contact with a receiver or a quarterback is going to get you a fucking personal penalty you know i and you're going to see advertisements all over fucking uniforms and probably in places we hadn't even thought of yet because you know, that's that's what sports are here for ultimately they're there to make a buck and they are entertainment they're not doing yeah, this for not- their health I'm not pushing the fact that COVID and everything, obviously uh, attendance is going to be down because of COVID, but even a couple of years after this is all done, I'm just saying generational because we always talk about the millennials and everything else. Just with the, the way that the generations are going, I just don't see them going to the stadium like everybody else. Sporty. ChristopherMedia.net. ChristopherMedia.net. Sporty. Wait for standings to be eliminated. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Then a committee votes you into the playoffs, like the Baseball Hall of Fame. Well, hey, they, I, they try really hard. They should get to go. Then they get smashed in the first round. Well, I, 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 I'll just say this: gatekeep harder, folks. Because if you don't, you ain't gonna have a, you ain't gonna have a hobby or, or or anything you like that you recognize. Because these people that come in and want to implement this shit. They don't care about sports. They don't care about anything but just infiltrating and making everyone conform to how they fucking say you should think. And but I'm telling you, I've watched every fucking hobby I have be infested with these woke divists and woke flake fucks. And now it's even worse because now you got the idiots on the, the far right want to throw their fucking, you know, the, the, the Trump bots who will follow him and through the gates of hell want to throw their hat in the ring as far as how batshit crazy the shit can get. And it's like, great, wonderful. Yeah. Meanwhile, can I just watch a fucking game? No? Okay. 
I can't watch a game. I can't put on. I can't read a comic book. I can't fucking, you know, watch a TV show that 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 is in you know syndication and reruns because someone found you know a fat suit on Monica problematic or something. I mean, it's just a lot of shit's gonna be different. A lot of shit's gonna be different after this, and I think a lot of it's gonna be people are just sitting around looking for shit to bitch about. And sports is a huge money maker. So there are built-in gatekeepers because they want the flow of money to keep coming in. But at the same time, they are companies. And if they feel that the majority of people out there are supporting this, this shit, they'll bend the knee to keep the fucking the paper rolling in. Oh, I mean, they just they do what their marketing department tells them. Like, hey, that's, marketing essentially tells you which way the wind is blowing. I mean, we said it on this show. NASCAR really misread the room with the whole... No rebel flag, anything, you know, none of, you know, all this bullshit that absolutely I, we were, I was like, that, that shit ain't gonna work. And so what happened? What we said would happen. People fucking snuck the shit in, would fly it in the stands and they just didn't show the fucking crowd. They planes, flew it over the racetrack. It, planes were <laughs> flying it over the raceway. Yeah. But I mean, it's, this is, this is, I don't know. It's just frustrating because, as as a fan of as a fan of of you know different sports, followed them for decades and decades. You know, I see what's going on with COVID. I see what's going on in society, and I'm just like, what's going to be left that's worth the shit at the end of this? I mean, TV. There's already talk. Association. <laughs> well, there was a pro. There was a protest at the Capitol. Uh, you know, of course, this got buried in the in the fucking news because, of course, it did. Uh, you know, meaning NPR, dozens of people gathered at Lansing to protest uh, the closure of high school sports. And it's like, no, there's a couple thousand out there, but good luck. NPR is a radio station anyways, you know, so they don't they, they don't have to report the truth. They can just lie to you and you believe it. But they're talking about, like, getting rid of fucking hockey. We're not talking because of COVID. We're talking getting rid of hockey, getting rid of contact sports in the state of Michigan. The fuck is that about? Yeah, have fun with that. Take that shit to Texas and say you want to get rid of fucking Friday night football, and see how <laughs> long. See if you can even get out of the state. <laughs> right. I'll put, you, I'll put you ten feet. From, I'll put you ten feet from the border, but between in, in, in between in that ten feet between you and the border are ten sets of parents who you just told their kids can't play football. You ain't getting out of that state. Not in Texas, you ain't. No, you ain't. But see, this, that, this that's is that's the south though. Those motherfuckers, that is their pillar. Dude, it's a way of life. I mean, dude. I was in a small town. It's much different for fucking travel hockey teams. And, 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 and uh, dude, college hockey's Minnesota, Northeast, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Oh, maybe North Dakota. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is. In America, at least, that's, that's hotbeds for college hockey. I was in a. I was in a town called Tallahassee, Alabama. The entire downtown of this city was built and decorated around the high school football team. Right. Oh, the, yeah. the high school football team. Oh, yeah. There, there's places down south that will you'll get into a fight just because you wear the wrong fucking school, whether your kid goes to the school or not. You will actually get into fist fights. So when I say that's a pillar, that's their way of life. That's a mainstay. 
you, you as any of woke flakes or whoever toxic masculinity anybody that goes down there and says any of that you will never hear from them again and if you do it'll be from a hospital bed like i i haven't said this in a few years on on any of the podcasts that we do but just because you don't like it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist and like well, it, that's that's the problem and and we know it we've talked about it on this show we've talked about it ad nauseum on this show and on regimented you now have two generations that were raised that if you disagree with them, that's hate speech. You cannot disagree with them. You can't tell someone to calm down. Like literally, you. Oh yeah. If someone is overreacting to a situation, no, you, you tell them to calm down. They will. They will turn on you and get in your face, spit flying, and tell you, "Don't tell me how to fucking feel." Yeah. Okay, you, you don't have that right. Yeah, because you're you're gaslighting them. See, this. I mean, I, you know, it's coming. Yeah, it, Super Bowl's coming up, so I'm sure Twitter's a buzz with fucking a bunch of morons trying to figure out how to whittle down their fucking first grade insults to 140 characters. But it, okay, and I mean, it, 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 we go through this every year. You know, there's going to be this commercial was sexist, this commercial was this, this commercial was transphobic, this commercial. Then don't watch the fucking show. What do you want me to say? Do we know? You know what I would love. You, you know what I'm not a fan I, of watching men fuck other men in the ass. You know what I don't watch. Videos of men fucking other men in the ass. That's how that works. See how easy that works? Yeah. I would have loved. Th- my favorite Super Bowl commercial of all times is the Snicker commercial where they're lined up at Heaven's Gate. Have you guys seen that commercial? Uh, yes, I sent it to you guys yeah. in the, in yeah. the chat. And by the way, you're wrong. That's not the one that was banned forever after it was shown once. That's not. It's, I looked it up. It's not. You're wrong. You may stop your internal dialogue. You're wrong. I would have just loved it to be played this year. People would lose their fucking mind. Well, speaking of commercials, I mean, Terry Tate's never coming back, right? He'll never. Oh, God, no. No. Especially, you go online and watch the fucking, the web episodes with the, with the HR chick. Yeah. Yeah, that one, they cut up and made it into a TV commercial. I showed that to a buddy of mine a couple of years ago, and he's like, they showed this on TV? Now, granted, he was way younger than me. He was a coworker, and I'm like, yeah, not that long ago, dude. Like that's a long distance call, Doug. <laughs> what did I miss? You killed it, Joe. You make some bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Tate, office linebacker. How that wouldn't fly these days, especially the HR one with the chick with the cleavage and all that shit. Yeah. Well, one, they're making fun of HR. You can't do that. That's that's you know you work in corporate America. That's your god at this point. Oh. I, the the office made some made their bones off of it for nine years, and the office is considered problematic by a lot of people these days. No, that's yeah. true. That's just me and my wife watch it. There, there's definitely spots where like, yep, couldn't do that one now. You know, give it a few years, they'll be editing shit out. Like God, I guess just gotta watch the office. I didn't know the you last. Know, I, t- I, I didn't know the last time I saw Turkey. It would be the last time I would ever see Turkey. I you know I gotta say I, it, it is. It, the one thing I'll give these people is they're dedicated to shitting on your good time. They really are. Because all of this shit happened in the last decade. Yeah, but, wait, have you ever tried? Well, I'm sure you have. You're on social media. Wait till you try to shit on their good time, though. Oh, then you're, you're problematic. Well, you don't let people have things. Why can't you? you why you got to be such an asshole? Uh, no, they, they'll just go to racist and homophobic, transphobic. Oh, yeah. You just find everything. a hist. Yeah. 
you know, they'll just throw any istophobe they can fucking pull out their ass at me. And at that point, I'm just like, yup, and what are you doing to do about it? Sit on your computer and bang on your keyboard till it breaks? That's about it. You ain't going to do shit. Like, I remember getting jumped on when Pokemon Go was a thing. And everybody, and I just posted something about, like, great, you're playing a new game. Why do why, I want to fucking hear about it? You know, and, like, I got jumped on with people, like, you know, the whole, like, meme of, like, you know, let people have things, that kind of shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Cool, you got a new app. I'm tired of hearing about it. Like, like, it, it, it's funny to me because they put more effort into trying to tell you how wrong you are for liking something than it takes to just let you like it. Yeah, but if I post a football meme, I'm an asshole. Like it's oh no, yeah, has has escaped these people. Dude, Trump was the perfect president for us. He really was. Uh, dude, I you know it, it doesn't matter. I've I've thinned the herd on my fucking social media friends list, so I don't have this anymore. But I did for about a good two three years, and then finally I just had a gut full. And if I saw you say this, you just got the boot. I just unfriended you, and that was it. But I post everything. And, I mean, you know, I, I guess I schedule me to have my ribs removed because I'm about to fold myself in half and blow myself. I'm kind of a half-ass renaissance, man. I'm in a little bit of everything. So I'll post fucking memes that, that goof on, you know, that, that they're funny about role-playing games and nerdy shit. And, but, and everybody loves it. And then the sports people come in, that's fucking gay shit. And I post sports memes, and here come the nerds. Oh, that's stupid fucking meathead shit and i'm just like well then fuck off why does everybody have to be fucking perfect they, no one is perfect in this world yeah there's these we, these we told the st- there's a book that told a story about the one perfect person that walked this earth and we strung his ass up on two pieces of wood yeah that's how it we ends got, we know where home depot is point me to the next perfect person i'll stick the spear in that fucking cocksucker side and uh, there, there's these and, and and they've come from all over the place, from from all sides of the political spectrum and social spectrum. In the last ten years, these these crazy purity tests. Oh yeah. That if you don't pass them, you're fucking done. If you don't check every box, that's it for you. I mean, we might have used to, you know, maybe do a podcast with somebody who has some kind of test like that. I'm just saying, like it's it, it's just it's it's you everywhere now, and I don't understand, like, dude. People aren't going to like everything you like. People aren't going to hate everything you like. People aren't going to say... Uh, people aren't going to agree with everything you agree with. People, like, you're not going to agree with everything everybody says. I don't understand it. Well, it's... Yeah, it, it's, it's something that goes hand in hand with what you're saying is that thing I posted in the uh, chat about uh, the NFL concussion protocol having two standards on how to judge their concussions based on race. What? And, that, yeah, I see. There, there's a lawsuit. Two former NFL people, um, black NFL players, are filing a lawsuit against the NFL because they were denied compensation for concussions because they were black. That, okay. to, to fill you in, Rich, they say that the standards that white players and black players are based on uh, to collect compensation uh, for concussions are different and it's based on standard set uh i, I want to say by the ama so I, I told you their beef is with the standards that are being set the league's just following the standards that are in place i i mean i wish their lawyers luck 
they're they're taking their fight to the wrong place. But yeah, that's that's why they're saying that black players are judged differently to collect money. When because that's the rules because it's set up that way. Well, when my first thing is like, okay, where's your proof? You're telling me in a predominantly black league, there's more white players collecting uh, compensation from concussions than black players? Because I bet that's not the case. No, that's not that's not what they're saying. They're saying that it's uh, it's not fair to judge black people differently than white people yeah, based I, on when it, it comes to concussion. I know, and I'm saying, so where's your proof? Well, that's the rule. Your proof, your, your, they, that's, they, they know it. They have. Wait, time out. Hold on. What rule? I've never heard of this rule that black people don't oh, get. Okay. But I could crash your protocol as quick as white people. So show me the no, no, rule no, no, no. or shut the fuck up about the rule. Oh, it's not a rule about concussion protocol. It's about people getting compensated me, from this. From this, um, well, I'm sure the listeners are super confused. Let me find it to explain it. There's I'm fucking fun. confused. There's an NFL fund that people that they have set up to pay past NFL players who are damaged from concussions, and this fund goes through a medical evaluation. The the players go through a medical evaluation. Now, as it stands, the way everybody agreed to it, for whatever reason, white players and black players are put through this process differently. All right. This paragraph explains it all right here. When former players file a claim for compensation, they undergo a battery of testing to measure their cognitive functioning. Those scores are compared against a baseline score or a norm meant to represent a normal level of cognitive functioning. If the scores fall far enough below that norm, the player is eligible for compensation. But the norm for black players is lower than the one for white players. So that is their beef. And I'm saying their beef is not with the league. Their beef is with the people who are setting the norms. The league is not setting the norms. If you read further in the story, the league's not setting those norms. They're set by somebody else. They're set by a third party. The league's just following them. Okay, so white players have a higher standard to prove that they're in, 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 incapacitated than black players. And black pa- players, there's two black players that filed a lawsuit because they're upset about this. I think, though, higher and what lower the in these cases means the opposite. Like, it, it's, like, it, it, I think in this case, what's, it, it's when, when they say lower, they're saying that the, uh, black people have to prove more. The bar for black, the, the what they're saying is, I get, okay. Black people have to prove more to get their concussion money than white people. Higher and lower have opposite meanings in this. I think I'm starting to understand. I I, I caught the tail end of a, of an NPR story about uh something. It had something to do with sports, but they kept talking about white people and black people at the doctors, and how black people doctors blow off and don't take seriously, and all this stuff and i'm like i can't comment on that i've never been black and went to the doctor so i don't know but i know that i've been to bad doctors and i've been to good doctors and a bad doctor doesn't make eye contact with you like he's a fucking autistic fuck and everything you say goes in one ear and out the other and he tries to get in and out as quick as possible a good doctor sits there and actually listens to what you say and i don't know put some brain power behind it and try to come up with a diagnosis for why what's happening to you is happening. So it sounds to me that their problem is with whoever, like you said, wrote the shit. Yeah, it sound, it, so you're suing the NFL because the NFL is a bunch of MDs who come up with these concussion protocols and the standards? No. So why are they suing the NFL? Well, it, 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 
I, ice, to be reductionist about it, though, ice really hit out. They didn't get paid. That's really why they're suing. It's it's another they they think they're eligible to get paid and they didn't so they're 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 at least this way they're gonna they'll get a settlement right because it made the headlines. Yep. Well, I I whatever I like I I don't even know. I can't even comment on that because here's the thing that shit is so fuck I don't know you don't know what the fuck is going on during a doctor's appointment. There's two people to do the doctor and the person in there he's talking to. That's it. Period. End of story. Yeah, we we like so, to take the ball and run a lot with speculation nowadays, don't we? Well, the problem with these two particular players is they failed to prove enough to get paid. And they're saying they have a, a lot of uh, residual effects from their concussions of their playing days. Well, my, if I'm, the yeah, lawyer, I'm sure they do. If I'm the lawyer on the other side, then I'd be, other than, like I said, my list of you know players who've gotten paid broken down into race because apparently so I have to view everything now uh, but but the other thing too w- would then be like all right so show me the standard I'd like prove to me that if you were white you would have gotten this like show me the standards that you believe that white players have to pass that you didn't that or or uh, that that would have proven that you would have gotten paid if i'm not a lawyer for the other side i mean it seems pr- Okay, not a lawyer, stoner in the basement, but it seems pretty simple. That's that's how I'd get them. That's how I, that's how I'd attack it. That's how you would, but that's not how the NFL going to attack it. I guarantee it, because the Look. last thing they want is to be known as a racist organization, even though they're following the standards that everybody agreed to. No fucking way they want us to go any further. Well, uh, taking their fight to the wrong people, in my opinion. I, I mean, but yeah. guess guess this is my white privilege talking. <laughs> I mean, the burden of proof is on the person who filed the lawsuit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you have to prove there's, there's literally been trials where, you know, the plaintiff or the prosecution has done such a poor job of presenting their case. The defense lawyer stands up and goes, no, I have no questions for nobody. They didn't prove their case. In fact, can we get this thrown out of court? And it has been. Mm-hmm. So just because you file a lawsuit, that just means you got money to keep a lawyer on retainer. That don't mean nothing else. Mm-hmm. And this this bullshit attitude of, you know, because we all fucking have heard this shit for decades now about how, you know, tests are racist because they'll say, you know, mom and dad send their two kids to bed. You know, it's like a, a word problem. And, you know, well, most black families don't have two parents. Really? So you think black kids are so dumb they don't know what a dad is just because theirs isn't at home? Gee, my parents got divorced, and I was uh, four and a half. I I knew who the fuck my dad was. Mm-hmm. I knew what the fuck a father was to the point where even if I hadn't seen my father, I could finish a goddamn word problem. I mean, this is the shit that we've been hearing for decades. They get their fucking wish, it sounds like. Now they're trying to say, well, no, it's a higher bar to prove, but it's actually lower. All right, whatever. And you know what? Enjoy spending your money in court. That's all I'm going to say. Because I, I, this is retarded. This makes no sense. First of all, if they've had concussions, which if you're playing football, you've had. It's like a boxer. I don't unless you have won every fight with a clean knockout, you've had a concussion. And I'm talking like first punch, you put the motherfucker on the mat, knockout. Yes. Not even Mike Tyson in his prime taking 30 seconds, taking one punch to put a guy down. I'm saying in the NFL and it, even the NHL, uh, concussions probably not a matter of if, but when. I, I'm sure there's plenty of players walking around with not so severe concussions 
that don't even fucking realize it at the moment because the adrenaline's pumping. Didn't Patrick Mahomes two two games ago got hit so hard the motherfucker literally had wobbly legs. Didn't Gronk come out last off season and said he played one of his Super Bowls concussed? Uh, I think so. It sounds familiar. I think so. I know that uh, McNabb, when the Eagles lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl in the in the two thousands, he like he puked on the field or something. And Terrell Owens was like, you know, you ain't we're in the Super Bowl and you you ain't in the, you you know your conditioning's so poor you can't even fucking keep up with the goddamn offensive line. What the fuck's your problem? And apparently the story has come out that, no, no, he he had a concussion. That's how come he couldn't be Donovan McNabb that, you know, sells chunky soup at that point in time. I don't well, know. It's like Giselle coming out and saying she's tired of all the concussions that Brady had. And Brady's like, shut up. <laughs> I didn't have any. Shh. Yeah. What you Prank caller. <laughs> you heard about that for like two days and then. It was gone. He didn't hear. Brady had no concussions. What are you talking? She was confused. Oh, right. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, once again, good luck to the, these two former players. Uh, I mean, seems to me if you've ever been diagnosed with a concussion in your career, that should be proof enough. I mean, that just that's how I. It's, it seems common sense to me, but you know, what do I know? I'm not in a basement. Well, I am in a basement, but you know. Hey. No, I, I would I would agree with you full heartedly, Rich, but the way they've written this agreement is white people have to prove that they had all these The way they've written this agreement is they they bitched and complained and for so fucking long that it's now turned into there's one set of rules for one group of people, there's one set of rules for another group of people, there's another set of rules for another group of people, and this is what passes for equality in these people's minds then when they run up into the reality that no this ain't equality now they got a problem with it yeah pretty much well you know you know what i say to that (laughs) you'll find my sympathy in a dictionary between shit and syphilis because i don't care if you were out there banging pots and pans and throwing temper tantrums because you wanted special set-asides then you got to take the good with the bad actions have consequences yeah pretty much because if you were looking at this case from the outside looking in, you would think, my God in heaven, this is the epitome of the word racist. <laughs> this is absolutely racist. But then you have to look at what they agreed to to set up this fund, and now this is exactly what they agreed to. And if someone agreed to it who was a player representative and it was representing the players, I'm assuming the NFL uh, PA, PA uh, uh, president, then that's on him. Sue him. Uh, that's kind of the, was the NFL's response uh, from their lawyer. was like, uh, everything's been agreed to by players and players' unions. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what it said. Yeah. No. So, Whatever. neat. But it's, it's squeaky wheel society, man. It's, what, it's where we're at now. Hey, before we go, I believe there's a matter of a bet that needs to be settled with you two gentlemen. <laughs> That is thirsty. Well, yeah, the Bills are playing golf. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you're all this daddy's thirsty shit. Meanwhile, just send him fucking two beers. That'll be good enough for his ass. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, 
where should I send this? Uh, well, you tell me off the air. But uh, yeah, I guess. What amount should we agree on? Twenty bucks, thirty bucks, ten bucks. Funny, I want a keg, bitch. No, uh, no. I'm just <laughs> I mean, I figured... Rich did say the terms like no Johnny Walker Blue or anything crazy like that. No, I thought we said Jameson is what we were taking. There right? you go. Well, that's like twenty twenty-five a tr- uh, fifth, I think. I think. Hold on. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's... Well, it can't uh, be better than Jaeger and shit. Yeah, it's like... You can get it for like between... looks like between 22 and 28 bucks. I'll send you each, guys, each you guys... I'll send you guys each 30 bucks. Because if, if you guys... If I was getting paid, I would be buying a fifth of Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. And that shit's 30 bucks across the board. The fucking... Whiskey. Peanut butter whiskey, dude. It is. Right, the same shit. What the hell I, is that? Don't fucking. If you like peanut butter, don't knock it until you've tried it. I could drink that I, shit out of the bottle. Not a big peanut butter person, so that that's that's I, why I, I was like, I don't know. I can't drink any like the the best uh, best you can get out of me. Whatever, I'm a puss. Is on like the golf course. I'll drink like Jim Beam and water. Like that's that's the closest I get to like straight whiskey. I can drink this. I can drink screwball out of the bottle, warm. Doesn't matter. I found what I'm drinking. We got to hurry up about it because there's only one left in stock. (laughs) Jameson Triple Distilled Rarest Vintage Reserve Irish Whiskey, collectible, rare, and limited. Blah 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 blah. For a fifth, three thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Oh Jesus! (laughs) Ship it. (laughs) <laughs> if I'm buying anything, anything whiskey, paying four digits for it's going to be Johnny Walker. I'm just saying it's 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 kind of got a pretty box that comes with it. <laughs> if it's worth fucking four goddamn grand, there's no booze worth it, dude. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say that as the expert on drinking on the show, I'm gonna go ahead and fucking stretch my expertise out. I've drank a lot in my life. I've drank my share, Earl's share, Chris's share. I've drank a lot. I've never, I've never met booze worth that much. Drunk, the drunk is not that much different. But like, exactly. The next, the next day might be. I'll give it that. But I will tell you, spending four thousand dollars on Jameson seems like spending a hundred thousand dollars on a Honda. I. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was shocked. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, Four grand for a bottle of Jameson? Dude, I pimped out this Accord, 80 fucking grand. Like, it's still an Accord. <laughs> I, I could go all the way and, and get Louis from Cognac up in here. Louis the 14th or 16th, that shit's like $600 a shot. <laughs> Damn. I, I mean, the, other, the only thing I, I, might, I would buy, like, two fancy six packs of craft beer, and that would probably come to 30 bucks. I'm going to eat you guys 30 bucks. And then it'll ever be said, I don't pay up. <laughs> Fuck you, Bills. And let this be a lesson. Don't try to unbet the fucking Iceman. Uh, you just guaranteed another bet next year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're on uh, Twitter at Sporty Podcast. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, you can email Sporty at ChristopherMedia.net. Go to ChristopherMedia.net, hit the Amazon banner, hit the PayPal button. Those are there if you'd like to help us out. Uh, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker.com, 
Google, I think I probably said, I don't know, shit I'm forgetting about. Just if, if it catches an RSS feed, we are there. Please hit the subscribe button, leave a review. Uh, we'd appreciate that. And uh, we'll catch you next time. We'll review the big game. All right, later, guys. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.